0: everyone welcome to the new media show my name is todd cochran of course i'm joined by my co-host mr rob greenley rob seems like we just did this
1: it does (laughs) you know doing two episodes a week definitely compresses things a little bit and uh, also you know there's always enough stuff to talk about though that's the thing but yeah it's not going to be as much of a call-in show i don't know if you want to do want to bring in callers or something like that even on this show todd but it's it's up to you
0: yeah we'll see later on We'll see if they can open it up or not. But, uh, okay. You know, what's yeah. interesting is, um, you know, I've yesterday I worked from the house instead of the studio here in the studio and uh, about three o'clock in the afternoon, it was a beautiful day, like 70, 75 degrees. And it was like for, you know, wow. for April 3rd, that's huge here in Michigan. So, um, my family owns quite a bit of land and, um, we have a farmer that rents the, the farming part of the property. But it's really our job to kind of keep, like if a tree falls out of the woods or whatever it may be, we have to go in and cut that up and move it so that they don't lose tillable land. So my sister's like, yesterday afternoon, you want to run chainsaw? And I'm like, sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you were running a chainsaw yesterday. So
0: we all loaded up on the quads and uh, went to, and basically we probably got about a, a mile's worth of work done in three hours. And, and I'm just like, at the end of that three hours, I'm like, dude, I need to go to the gym. I, I was done. They stick a fork in me. I, and so I, I was pretty fortunate. My sister has a jacuzzi. So I'm like, is the jacuzzi clean? Is it? Oh yeah. She said, just changed the filter yesterday and I treated it. it. It's good. So about seven o'clock last night, I was drinking a cold one and sitting in the jacuzzi for about wow. 30 minutes, but it's time. I'm feeling it today. So I got a good workout yesterday cutting wood. So we've got about probably another two miles worth of work to get done. So, wow. um, yeah. And it's just because trees fall down and they, you know, they fall into right. the, so anybody needs firewood in Southern Michigan. I I got a lot.
1: <laughs> so were you actually cutting up the the slices and smaller pieces you yeah, can put you know, in the back of a truck. Well,
0: no, we're t- we basically putting them in like four foot lengths and then putting them on the side and actually sometimes just tossing into the right. woods, you know, right. and, uh, trying to make centralized piles of stuff, you know, so it's, it's sometimes it's just a branch. Sometimes it's a whole tree right. and, okay, uh, you got it. Yeah, yeah. And usually it's like the upper end of the tree that has actually fell into the woods. You haven't got these big logs, had a few of those, but, Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And so this afternoon I get to sharpen the chainsaw. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, uh, I do know how to do that, but, uh, anyway, so yeah, yesterday afternoon got some, and we all socially separated, great out meeting outside and it was beautiful and got all the kids out there working. Of course they were griping, but you know, this is a good time to do like those little outdoor projects that you, you know, here's a bad thing, (laughs) Rob, uh, you know the honey do list, right? So all the fellas that have been home and and their wives have had these long honey do lists.
1: Guess what? There's no way out. <laughs> no way out.
0: <laughs> no way out. Yes, so yes. Yeah. So it is kind of. You got to uh, do, them.
1: Gotta do them. Sorry, guys. You know,
0: and and you know, my my uh, my extent of my honey do list right now is cleaning up the. You know, I have my own. A to-do list, you know, clean the house once a week.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: So uh, anyway. Uh, yeah,
1: that's your own, own to-do list. It's not a honey-do list. Yeah. It's the Todd to-do list. Right.
0: You know, I will say this, though. There is something about, for those of you that are at home and have never really had to be at home. If, if you can get up in the morning, take your shower, get right. dressed as if you're going to work. Right. It makes and a big difference. It makes yeah. a big difference instead of lounging around. And right. another thing to do is why not on Friday or Saturday, you know, dress up a little bit. Even if you're home, it, mm-hmm. it's gonna make you feel good. You know, button down shirt maybe. Don't go with a tie, but just dress up a little, you know, go one one layer level. And then the weekend sure, just do the what you normally do. But right. I think what it will do is it just kinda helps with the with the mindset because, you know, work. At least I am. I'm getting ready to head into week number four here on Monday.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think we're going to be here for a few
2: more months. Well, you know, this
0: is not podcast related, but I don't think the country can handle a couple more months. Uh, You know, it's, if we go. if There's a
1: danger there that it could spark again. You You know, I think
0: they're starting to figure out some of these medical regimes. So, you know, maybe another month hopefully they'll have a little more of this figured out, but, yeah. um,
1: well, we have to do more testing. That's the key. Well,
0: you know, you can't test the whole country. You think well, about it'd be it would
1: be great if we could, I'll just, it's put you that way.
0: impossible. You'll never test the whole country.
1: Yeah.
0: 330 million tests. Come on. It's, it's not going to happen.
3: Yeah.
0: So, you know, 1. 1.4, 1. 1.5, whatever they've tested now, but does, you know, if you, if you haven't been exposed and you don't have any symptoms, do you re- really need to be tested? But, the antibody stuff later will come on, but we, that's for the right. news people. But, you know, if to be frank right. with you, I, I, I'm looking at what's going on overseas. It's, yeah. you know, you think we've a lot of people here have it bad. You know, you tell someone they can't have a paycheck for, for two right. months. That that's done. That that's a, that's a, that's, that's yeah. a deal killer. That's, that's bankruptcy. That's dire needs. four right. weeks is bad enough, but two months, I, right. you know, so if everybody just does well,
1: their, and the, and the support bill funding isn't getting out to people as fast as it needs to. Well, that's, that's you know, part.
0: that's why they were screaming at these people to get that bill passed when they were, they knew it was going to take a couple of weeks. They said when this thing passed, it'd be three right. weeks. Right. So, you know, mach- these machines don't, you know, people can't uh, apply for unemployment because the, uh, the computer systems in unemployment Our offices crashing. are 40 years old. Right, You know, so, but I think what mm. we're going to see, and, and I, I don't know if I, I talked about it in my last show and, and on, on Geek News Central, is that, and I don't know if I talked about it here, when 9-11 happened,
2: um, certain industries,
0: mostly military machine industries, but for example, and, and here's what I'll get, give to you. We went out to do something, to fight a, a battle that we weren't ready to fight. There was a new techniques over land doing things that we hadn't done before. And we very, very quickly understood where our short, shortfalls were. And right. we started basically saying, hey, I need this, 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 and this. Right. And we were able to take projects that would have normally taken red tape wise, government wise, one to two years from the time of inception, design, engineering, proof, safety, load engineering and have a box that would have taken two years to get in an airplane taken three days. Mm -hmm. Right. So what this is going to do for the, for the health business and everything associated with what's happening here is you're going to have now coming out of this new processes, new things in place that are forever going to fundamentally change healthcare. Right. Um, You know, telemedicine, you know they're doing Skype calls. Couldn't do a Skype call before because of HIPAA. Had to have all this extra encryption, and you couldn't talk to your doctor. And it was yeah. stupid. It was dumb. So coming out of this, we're going to have a complete. I I truly believe we're going to have a modernization, and we're going to have a transformation. Of, you know, at at a significant, sadly, death price.
1: Right. And well, they, this is this is human nature. What we're going through right now. I I mean, I'm thinking about these analogies of cities for many years with with installing streetlights right at uh, at various places in the city infrastructure right to control traffic seems like that that the only time that that happens is when there's an accident that happens at some you know cross right area right right, in right. The, the, the infrastructure that somebody has killed right and then all of a sudden there's lots of attention to that sure and then that gets fixed it's almost like our society doesn't really look at things from a preventative perspective. It's always a, a reaction, right, right. To, to some disaster that happens that don't that gets our our attention, right. And that's what's been frustrating about this whole thing is that people have been. I mean, Bill Gates has been going around talking about how back in 2015 he did a TED talk saying exactly, you know, this is what's going to happen, and we don't know when it's going to hit. And I don't you know, and it gets back to we don't do things as a society. In a way that prevents these things. We do it in a way that's reactive to these things. And that's part of what the shift that needs to change. We need to identify what the core threats are.
0: Well, you and, know,
1: and, and address them before they become life threatening at the scale that this is. And well, that's
0: you know, and, and some people are going to dispute me on this, but where have the large well, almost all in modern era, where's all this stuff come out of? It's come out of China. Now Right. What? Yeah. Okay. So here's so number one: wet markets in Asia have to go away. They have to go away. And uh, okay, so nothing gets China the Chinese people. Just let me be clear. Let me be straight. But when I was in a Chinese restaurant one time and saw someone hack and spit on the floor in a restaurant.
2: I was, I was like, what the, f-? you got to be kidding me. Right. And,
0: and then tied to everything else. So yeah, China's got a lot to bear here. They've got to figure out what they're doing wrong. And, uh, you, you know, maybe if this could have come out of somewhere else, but, you know, I think pretty much, you know, everything recently has pointed back towards China. Of course, Ebola out of Africa, but, you know, and I don't know, if it, I don't know history on that, but. Anyways, it's not podcast related, but boy, oh boy, I just, you, you just yeah. can't, I don't, I don't think you can keep this country locked up for two months. If you do, yeah. if you do,
2: um, it's going to take us many years to recover.
3: Oh yeah,
0: that's true. You know, so.
1: So uh, I think, uh, s- s- social distancing is now part of the, the fabric of our society now. But, so, I think for the foreseeable future though.
0: Yeah. But what happens when they, okay, let's say they get it up. They probably restaurants and bars will be the last to open. So let's think about that for a second. So you have a restaurant today that's got a seating capacity of 200 and you have to rearrange that entire restaurant to social separate. And you can only now have 80 in the restaurant that that restaurant can't survive on that volume. Right. Unless they double or triple their prices. So there has to be, um, there's going to have to be some trade-offs and they're just going to have to fast track everything they've got going medically. We can't wait 18 months for a vaccine. It's, it's got to right. be sooner, but yeah. Anyway, and in as Craig says, yeah, viruses don't have a nationality. This is worldwide. So the whole world is, you know,
1: is shut facing, down. Yeah. There was a, the same issue the, Yeah, though. Though you look at countries around the world and, um, it's being handled differently everywhere. Yeah. That's that's part of the other problem is that there's no cohesive strategy and hopefully what this does is it brings the world closer together
0: too. You can't have a cohesive strategy in the United States. You think you're going to have a cohesive strategy across countries? Never.
1: That's probably that's probably <laughs> true unfortunately, right? Never. So, you know, what it goes back
0: down to, you can't rely on the government to take care of you. You have to take care of yourself. And anyone that becomes reliant upon the government to begin with is Probably been falsely lured into thinking that uh, the government's going to help them with everything. So,
1: what does that say about government? Though, I've said it for good.
0: I've right. said it forever. It's nothing new for me. Right? Why do you? Why do you? Why do you think gun sales are so high right now? They can't. They're not trusting the government. <laughs> they got to. They want to protect themselves. So that that in it in itself is just the pure. You know, they're not going to need them but that's the pure sense of the, you know, someone might It's
1: just fear. It's just fear. That's what's (laughs) driving. A lot of this stuff is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, thanks for everybody checking in. I'm sorry. We haven't been talking about podcasting here at the beginning of the show, but we're probably all sick to death of that. Yes. That's going to be the word circulation, right? The word, the word social, you know, Oh my God, no, no one is going to, that's going to be the word that no one wants to ever hear again.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because well, nobody really wants to social distance.
2: That's no, the thing. no, not at all. Right,
1: right. I mean, yeah. we're a social um species, yeah. We we want to be together, and and one of the reasons the podcasting is going to thrive through this is that it, it it does help keep people connected to each other, yeah.
0: And, and we are social distance by how many miles? 4,000 miles, Rob,
3: yeah, right,
0: <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, we're all, we're all safe. I hope you're safe. Those of you that are listening and watching live. Thanks for being here. So, yeah. uh, so, uh, I guess there was a little, was it a dust up or was it a, you, you, you sent me a link. How did you send it to me? You send it to me uh, email or Slack or
1: no, I didn't actually I, I actually send it to you. Okay. So, so why don't
0: you, why don't you give us the synopsis of this story from the Google podcast guy?
1: Well, th- there's a Reddit um, post out there that was posted and I believe it was linked to in the pod pod news as well Mm -hmm. Uh, going back uh, to the third. So uh, yesterday um, uh, you know, Zach from Google podcasts was, you know, was posting a response to this Reddit uh, ask me. It's an ask me anything session that's covered by nine to five Google. Sure. And so so he was talking about, you know, he he got asked a question. It says, I'm a diehard Spotify user, and why should I switch to Google Podcasts? And his and Zach's answer was, uh, there are a lot of great podcast apps out there, so we don't uh, necessarily expect everyone to want to switch. Um, you know, here are a few things we think Google Podcasts does pretty well today uh, for those who are considering it. And the first bullet is uh, l- listen to just, about any podcast, is what he says. Be- because we index podcasts from the web, we have a library of over two million podcasts, which is interesting. I mean, there's linkage to that going back uh, what over a year now. Uh, Say so e- even for exclusive podcasts across different platforms, we're working on making them available in search. Mm. So, so he's he's talking about exclusive podcasts that are only available on certain platforms. He's trying to make them available in search. I think it was interesting, but the 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 comment of over two million podcasts, you know, you contrast to what's on Apple Podcasts, which has always been viewed as the as the complete catalog, right? Of podcasting, and it's just a little under one million, right? Um, you know, why does Google Podcasts have two million podcasts when Apple has less than a million? That's question number one, right? What do you think, Todd? Is it just dupes? Is that what we're talking about, or mm-hmm. or is Google Podcast tapping into content that isn't really a podcast or isn't in the Apple catalog? Do you think that's even possible?
0: I've got a million fifty thousand in the blueberry directory, but there's probably fifty thousand dupes okay so
1: so how how does he have two million podcasts
0: in google podcast did he you know i have, I say this almost five times a week on calls a people can't get through their heads. The difference between episode and shows. Sure. So is he, oh. is he, is he making a mistake and saying they're tracking 2 million episodes or are they tracking 2, 2 million shows? I, I can't get there from here.
1: Now I'm not sure. You know, the only thing I, I can come up with would be uh, he's tracking uh, feeds that are HTTPS. Uh, and, and as well as HTTP feeds that mm. exist out there, right? Maybe. Which which could create a perceived level of duplication, but you, you would think it would be fairly simple to do a query to filter those out um, because I think Google's putting a priority on HTTPS now, right? So, you know, and, and I think Apple's doing that as well, so we should be able to get it down to this HTTPS feeds as the primary, but is Google indexing Both. what are they indexing to get him the two million? Yeah. I,
0: That's a good question know. to ask him when we get him get him uh, Shanghai sometime somewhere. Maybe we can drop him an email. Uh, yeah. You know, I, here's the, another thing too, is it blows my mind that people love Spotify. It is an absolute worst podcast. It, from a traditional sense, right. It is the absolute worst podcast app out there. In my opinion, well, it's, you, it's can't it's in, you can't find nothing.
1: You can't find nothing.
0: Good luck. Right. Good luck finding your favorite shows. Good luck. Right. The search right. is horrible.
1: Right. So, yeah, I hear that all the time. And then also, you know, they're they're seriously lacking in in features in the in the podcast experience as well.
0: For someone that just wants to go hit play on a show, maybe that's the reason, but. And
1: maybe that's the time that we're in, Todd. People just, you know, they just click play. It's, there's not as much of a commitment to the content.
0: Yeah. It's, 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 it's a horrible experience in my opinion. Now, some people are going to be like, Oh my God, you're just an old guy. Well, maybe I am. And if you love Spotify, fantastic. We love that you're listening. (laughs) Speaking of Spotify, I did get an email back from their team and asking them about this situation of the, Essentially them taking shows down that we're talking about COVID-19. Right. And uh, let me see if I can find the email. It says, uh, I won't say who sent, who sent this to me. Say, so, hey, Todd, apologies for live replay. I hope you're hanging in there. My team was not part of these takedowns as we focus on, ma- on music and podcasts. In this case, the podcast implicated violated our terms of service and removed as a result. But I don't know much more than that. So that was an internal non-podcast team Spotify action. And again, the podcast implicated, violated terms of service, and it was about community guidelines, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the response I have gotten from Spotify. And um, so I can actually show you
2: on the screen here. And let me bring this up. Uh, Why am I not showing? Why is not that not updating? Oh, here. Okay,
0: finally. So this is the page they link you to. What content is prohibited on Spotify? And this is a specific section they link to in those takedown notices. Infringing content, illegal content, hate content, nothing, nothing in there. And you can scroll this page then and talk about other stuff. But this is the, this is the area that they send you to, which has
1: nothing. Yeah, Yeah. I would say just, just on my history, Todd, and I know you've got pretty strong history in this too, of being involved in takedown situations. Um, based on terms of service, and and this this definitely doesn't fall into that. Hey,
0: Rob! Nice train, man. It's okay. He muted himself because he he doesn't want us to hear the the, the So we can.
1: <laughs> well, it's just very annoying.
0: <laughs> it's okay. This is a podcast. You're not in a professional studio.
1: I'm not. I thought I was, Todd. At least. That's my that's my aspiration. Well, we sound
0: better than Stern, so we're good.
1: That's true. (laughs) Or actually, most of the major uh, anchors that are now doing their shows from home. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so anyway, the 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 violation of content. I, it's one of those situations that um, I just you know, it's that slippery slope that we were always scared of, Todd. It's like. You know, is there something going on here that, um, that doesn't follow what the terms of service is? Um, and hmm, it, Spotify seems to be the only one that really stands out like this.
0: Well, no, YouTube is doing this.
1: Well, uh, okay. I'm talking about on the podcast. Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. In right, podcasts. Right, yeah. Right.
1: Cause Apple, I haven't heard. Apple's not involved in doing this kind of stuff right. that we're aware of.
0: Well, um, also just remember, Apple is an American based country company. They're protected by the Safe Harbors Act. Right. They're not allowed to review content until it is brought to their attention. Right. I, as a directory, can't go through and looking for titles and listening to content and removing stuff willy nilly, or I put myself in dire legal, dire legal jeopardy. Right. Right. Now, if someone tells me, Todd, this guy is selling snake oil. And doing this, I send it over to the lawyer. The lawyer then goes and looks at the episode, and the lawyer decides whether he is going to listen to the content. Right. I leave that to my legal team to, to do. I don't go look at episodes. My, none of my team goes look at episodes. We right. turn it over to our legal counsel. Right. And then he makes a determination of yes or no. And right. we've said
1: based on the terms of service.
0: Right. And we've said, yes, right. it's good to go more times. And we've said, no, take it down.
1: Oh yeah. A vast, loss. vast,
0: man. Right. Cause we get people there, right. you know, I don't like my interview. Can I do we take it down? It's got right violation. Well, no, it's not. Right. And, you know, so, but we know Facebook is putting people in Facebook jail because of their quote unquote community standards, but it's, that's more along linking to stuff that is selling snake oil. So, but, yeah. and again, it's been limited numbers. It's been very small. I know I talked to, you, you know, Rob, uh, um, Rob Walsh said, how many of you guys had? And he told me, so we both are seeing small numbers. It's not like there's tens of twenties. It's yeah. under double digits for both of us so far.
2: Right. But still, I mean, Spotify stands out. And this point yes, so
0: you are there at their privilege
3: right,
1: yeah, and going but they do need to be consistent with their their own written policies, though they can't just be making stuff up <laughs> yeah, you know well
0: right. there there is definitely nothing in this page <clears throat> they link me to, but right. it's someone someone at Spotify has basically. You know, which I found very interesting on this response from this rep, my direct rep over there that made this comment that says it wasn't our team.
2: So who's reviewing? If it isn't
0: the podcast team at Spotify, who is reviewing this at Spotify? Well,
1: I think they have their own special content review team. It's, it's a separate team from the podcast area because it's done for. All the content on their platform.
0: So I know there must have been an internal discussion going on because it took him that individual one, two, three days to get back to me. Right. So I can almost be guaranteed there was probably how do we respond to Todd. Right. To his question. And again, it was, it was, you know, at least he responded. It was a non-answer. <laughs> yeah. Right. Look over here.
1: Right. It wasn't us. Yeah. Right. Look over there. It was all good. It's not that Spotify is one company. There's like multiple companies, I guess, inside of Spotify that takes responsibility for things. I and guess. they're right. not
0: an American company, so they don't have to worry about Safe Harbors Act. They can take whatever they want down. They can review whatever they want. They don't have to follow U.S. laws. Well, I,
1: Well, do they really? They don't? do
0: not. They are not a U.S. company.
1: They may have a U.S. registered division, though, because I know that's what
2: Spreaker had. Okay. Well. Yeah. I so. would. If, you go, Sp- if you go to sue, if you go to
0: sue Spotify, are you going to sue the American division? Or are you going to are you going to go over to the the country they live in?
1: Well. You're gonna find where they're vulnerable.
0: Well, that's probably true a, too.
1: A US registration, they're gonna go after that. Right. But
0: but of all the people we've informed about their shows being taken down, no one has complained. No one's come back to us and said, what the you
1: right. know. Right. Right. So Hmm. Yeah, Todd, did you see this article that that was written by Dan um and Meisner uh from Pacific Content talking about how how to make your podcasts um, um, yeah, using dynamic ad insertion for more than just advertising. He was talking about how to create content and mix and match segments using dynamic ad insertion to create unique content that's sure. targeted.
0: Sure. Yeah. But yeah. again, uh, wh- most podcasters don't have this, don't have the time. Mm-hmm. How, how they okay, so who, who, they're going to target who?
1: Well, that's that's not really what the question was. Is I was more about that the technology has always been positioned to be an advertising thing, right? right. right? We, and and even from my own experience, um, uh, working with you know dynamic insertion and stuff, you can use it for lots of different things, it doesn't promotion, have to be just for advertising, right. right? You can do promotion, use for content too. Yeah. Um, So, you can create unique versions of your program that can be targeted to unique audiences too. So, you know, or you can create derivative content. No one's using- tar-
0: there's no way to target audiences demographically. There's only way you can target people is geographically.
1: I know. So, it's
0: true, Todd,
3: but yeah.
0: Unless you're using yeah. some other technology to, to determine that it's Todd listening or Rob listening.
1: Which has been a big issue, right? That that people are doing that. So I could see this moving into that area potentially at some point. I had to go ahead. I mean for certain types of content, yeah. right? It's not gonna be something that everybody everybody's gonna ever do. It's just it's just you know, it's a, it's just another little twist on how to use the technology to do something unique in the podcasting space and and if they're already connecting up with um you know, data from other sources via IP, they can do some targeting, right? I, um,
0: I would you know. bet less than 3% of podcasters globally use ad injection.
1: Right. I would agree with you. Uh, you know, 100%, though there are some platforms that are trying to um, use programmatic, which um, tends to be dynamic insertion too, but the podcaster doesn't really have much involvement in that process. Yep um spreaker was one of those platforms right that was automating that stuff um but i i do think that there's going to be more platforms that are going to try and push that envelope on this um and but i think it's an interesting conversation as you think about dynamic ad insertion it's not necessarily a programmatic thing and it's not necessarily a an advertising thing it can be used for lots of purposes and that's kind of my bigger message that i wanted to talk about here was is that it's not It can be used for lots of different things. It doesn't have to be just used for advertising.
0: Here's my symbol for programmatic.
1: Yes, there you you go. You
0: know what that is? That's a minion given the thumbs down picture.
1: Ah, there you go. Thumbs
0: down on programmatic. yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have to separate that conversation between programmatic and dynamic ad insertion. Oh, that's true. That's that's true. Yeah, that's, that's different. Programmatic is a way of buying the ad. right Right. and insertion is just a technology for putting it in the content so and
0: i I think ed you know we've got a lot of people using our ad insertion system to automate the promo running you know they drop a promo in a pre-roll or they
1: cross cross promotional yeah they have some sort sort of
0: you know and this time they're maybe they're running a psa or
2: right that's
0: true so i guess that in itself is probably uh um you know very appropriate but you can't, well, did he even, imp- did he think he could demographically target? Did he imply that in the article?
1: Uh, no, that's kind of my, my extension. Oh, okay. he, he, he didn't quite go there, but that's kind of my my extension on this concept of more and more of these platforms are pushing the envelope on, you know, mining user data, you know, to target. Right. So, so we may see that happen is the reason I'm I'm mentioning it. The other big thing that happened this week was, uh, Owen Grover made a, made a shift. Yes, he did. He suddenly left, uh, pocket cast as the CEO over there and, uh, went over to become the CEO of true fire studios. I I guess it's an alliance of, um, leading online music education companies.
0: So Rob, I got to ask you a question and this keeps coming up. You've got downloads. All right. You've got. Measurement done with from log files. You've got downloads with a redirect measurement from log files. Right. You've got old school technology where you put a website pixel on a web page to see how many web hits that page has gotten. You've got some apps that are doing in app tracking. Right. 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 Uh, But you've got again a group of people saying that they are using a Dart tag in the delivery of an audio
2: podcast so is that a so so
0: no one no one has been able to give me a definition of how this is actually happening so what are they doing are they putting a redirect in front of a audio delivery and they're calling that a dark tag because you can't put code in an audio file that pings back to Mama and says I've just been played. What? What are? What? What are they? What's the? What's the mystery message? What's the hocus pocus and the smoke and mirrors they're using in this Dart tag? What? What are they doing?
1: Well, you know who invented that.
0: I do, but let le- how 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 is this actually being accomplished?
1: It's a server-side function.
0: Okay, so a server-side function. I, Todd, clicks on an audio file, right? That he wants delivered. What? Ha- how? How did? How am I getting a Dart tag through requesting an audio file?
1: The the episode downloads yeah. and ho- however many ad spots are in that yeah. is uh, put into a database as a count. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's okay. I mean, if you really want to sum it down, okay, it's as simple okay, as that.
0: okay, okay. So, so then what they're saying is absolute, pure, absolute, unadulterated BS. There is no tag being sent or guaranteed that that media that media file delivers. They say, oh, there's a download. There three ads in it. We'll count it as three.
1: Right. That's all it is. That's all it can be, done, Oh, oh if you really think about it. Okay, just so we're clear.
0: Just right. so we're clear. So if anyone says they're using a dart tag, audio tag, any type of discussion like that, audio pixel, I've heard it called an audio pixel. Audio pixel, that's a new one. Audio pixel. There's really no pixel, because when you have a website, and I put a one-by-one one pixel, on my website, when that page loads and that pixel is loaded, it <laughs> pings the server says, Yes, that web page just was loaded. We
1: all that has nothing to do with a download. I
0: understand that. We get that. Right. But right. how can they
2: oh man, this this see? Todd, uh, do you want me
1: to summarize what's going on? Sure, here? sure. Please do. This is all coming out of radio, right? Radio has been selling advertising to radio buyers for all these years, and they just saw podcasting as another form of radio, right? So what they're doing is what was done early on um, was to position the data that comes out of podcasting to mirror what the expectations of radio buyers, right? Radio buyers like, to know that there's a dart tag because that's what they're used to experiencing on ad buys. So what the technology people did early on on the radio side was create a process that emulates that same process with podcasting. So they can check all the boxes with those ad buyers is giving them <laughs> the data that they need to make a buy.
0: So uh, on the radio side, when they're broadcasting and they play the my pillow ad or whatever ad they're going to play it right. it basically goes ding to the media server saying hey your ad just went out over the radio right
1: okay so it comes out of streaming
0: <laughs> no no i'm talking about broadcast oh out of streaming
1: right. streaming of live radio oh right. so
0: streaming of live radio when that when that person passes that live stream it goes ding
1: Ding! Because that ad was delivered. Dings.
0: It was de- It was delivered, and oh, and streaming. They they were listening. They know they were listening, right? Of course. Oh, well, they, they know they were listening because they have the client side data. They know the person. At least the audio was playing on a speaker somewhere.
1: Or yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. So it, it got played. Well, there, that, there was actually an ear listening to it. That's right. As, okay. As open for All discussion. right.
0: So right. ding. It so now the bullshit that they've been saying about these dart tags. Oh, guaranteed. You got the delivery. We served that media file that went down. That went down. It got, it, it, it got delivered. May have
2: been a bot. Yeah. Might've been,
0: uh, some server farm in China. Um, who knows how that file was delivered. It had the three ads in it. Right.
1: Well, yeah. And, (laughs) and most of those platforms that are doing that, um, don't have IAB metrics, um, standard <gasps> servers. Right? Oh, oh, so they're, oh, they're, they're doing oh. this on raw log files. Right. Okay. So it's
0: such, it's such, it drives me insane because.
1: Smoke and mirrors.
0: Because I just had this conversation that we just had. I, I, I just want, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I had the same conversation. You just told me what I just told a major, 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 I mean, major podcast media buyer. Right. And when I said that means nothing, that means that that file got delivered. Right. Which
1: is the same data that he already has. Right.
2: And I said, and they said, well,
0: is there, could be fraud? I said, I don't know. You have to ask the people, do you have auditing in place? Do you have fraud prevention? Do you exclude the bots? Do you have blacklist of IPs from.
1: Is it uh, standard compliant data? That's
0: the no, only
1: question. It's not. Right.
0: It's right. not. And he says, so then. Okay. So, so we got that right. They're getting billed on dart delivered media woohoo right so right. it's right. not not counted to download we don't like the word download then we talk about attribution right so the attribution is i'm taking raw log files from that dart delivery or however that file got i get taking that raw log data and then i've got a pixel a website pixel one by one mm-hmm. pixel setting over on you know uh stamps.com's website when they come over there right from that device that listened to that podcast. Oh, we got attribution that does a one and that that married up.
1: It so, did. But now, it's just a fraction of the data though.
0: Now. Right. Okay, I'm gonna add the rest of the story here. Okay. Right. So we have
1: just determined
0: well, okay. We know that there's going if I listen to an ad from stamps.com on my mobile phone and I go to my computer and I type in stamps.com and I go to the website, there's no attribution because I went from my my computer, my phone, two different IPs, there's no matchup. They don't. So there's no attribution. I go with my phone, there's
2: attribution. So now, if there is attribution, did you know that
0: when media buyers take attributed data, and they remarket that. In other words, they know now that you're interested. And I'm not, so just we're square, I'm using stamps.com as an example. I don't right. know if they're doing this, all right, just so we're clear. Then the buyer for stamps.com, as an example, only again, they could go then and retarget by your IP for their full host of products that they think you would, maybe you need shipping boxes, mm-hmm. maybe you need tape. Maybe you need all the stuff that would go along with someone looking to buy stamps. So now they're taking the attributed data
2: right.
0: and, and buying against that at a much higher, because all of a sudden, Hey, this is, we know this person is interested in stamp. Right. So what I was paying $20 CPM for $25 CPM. Now I will pay a hundred dollars CPM to go retarget this person right. in an ad when he lands on a Amazon site and we're going to advertise tape or boxes.
2: Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't think
0: that they're not taking this attributed data and using it to resell to you or sell to someone that knows your interest. Right. So the slippery slope has happened already. Cats out of the bag
2: podcaster listeners are being retargeted right? and your data is being sold. I was told as much. Mm -hmm. So what do you think now, podcasters
0: that are, let's say, let's say you're using, have you read your terms of service on your, on any measurement platform that you're using? Have you read the terms of service of what they are allowed and can and cannot do with the data, whether or not you're on an ad deal or not?
1: Most haven't, I'm sure.
2: Most have not. And there may be things that the company is doing that may not even be covered in that terms of service. Yet. Right.
0: So. So. The download is the most hated name in podcasting by some group.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Using the word listen to try to make it sound a little sweeter.
2: Right. So here's something you got to think about, ladies and gentlemen. There is a... Move a foot. Well... We've already talked about this enough on the show, I think, in the past. But if if you think your audience is worth the price of free, then you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Any chat from the... Uh,
1: you're talking about the hosting side, right?
0: No, not the host. Hosts aren't selling it. I don't know. Free.
1: Maybe- Okay, free from a listener perspective, right? From no, perspective. no,
0: no, 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 no. I'm talking about you as a podcaster using tools and services that are out there that, are, that are getting a free service from someone. It goes Always. back to that, that adage. Gotcha. If, you aren't, if you're getting something for free, you are the product. right? Companies aren't not growing and right. putting on staff by not having a model.
1: There's of, other sources of revenue is what you're saying. Yes, there is. And it's not necessarily in of your the, best interests.
0: It's not out of your listeners' best interests. You're getting right. some cool stuff apparently.
1: Yeah, you're the podcaster, right?
2: Yeah. But, so,
0: you know, and 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 I, you know, and here's the here's the interest. Well, I, I won't go too much deeper into it, but So that, that is a short window, is going to close very soon on some of this stuff that's going on. You know, we've had a little distraction here with COVID 19, but when things get settled down, this privacy thing is going to continue to blow up. Mm-hmm. So, as a podcaster, I'm just asking you to understand what you're signing up for and read the terms of service and ask hard questions of those companies. And I say, direct, I would, the question I would ask. Are you taking my listener IP data and using that and selling that to
2: anyone? Get that in writing.
0: If you're doing attribution in your podcast with an advertising deal, get it in writing how far that data gets spread. Is the data that's shared with the advertiser, is the advertiser allowed to retarget your listeners through that attribution data?
1: Right. Or resell it.
0: Or resell it. Is, the, is right. the advertiser allowed to do that?
1: Right. If they get access. If right. they get
0: access to it. it is a, does the agreement that that provider has with the advertiser
2: prohibit the resale or the retargeting of your listeners that you don't get paid for, by the way? Right
1: that's the second layer of um, sale that doesn't have direct connection to you. right?
0: Rick, I was thinking about someone else specifically uh, in chat. Now, we already know. We already know. We've talked about this on the show 20 times already that if you're on Google, you're on Facebook, you're on Amazon, you're on any of these sites, you've already signed away the ability for them to resell and retarget you. Right. You, you've you've agreed to that on these other platforms
1: yeah you've already you've you've accepted that that term and yeah. condition as a consumer involvement you, on their platform right so as it's a, different here is podcasts typically don't have that yeah acceptance no listeners process.
0: cannot now can you imagine having to be and doing your show starting a show up hey this is the new media show as a full disclosure today you're by listening to this show, you are giving up your right to privacy. We will retarget you on any things that you do and related to the show, any leaks that you click in. We will retarget you from here until forever based upon what we think you like because you listen to the show.
1: Can we are ma- not doing that.
0: <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine yeah. saying that in your show? Right. What would the reaction? And that's because that's potentially what may be happening. So how would your audience react to that? Go ahead. I get, please, one of you, one of you, write up some convincing script that says that at the beginning of your show as a full disclosure. Right. Let us know how that went. Let us know how your audience (laughs) responds to that.
1: Todd, Todd, (laughs) we could start a PSA campaign for that. (laughs) (laughs) It's all for public service.
2: That's right. No.
0: Now, Rob, here's no. here. Oh, someone just brought it up in chat. Greg did. So let's say you, uh, you let's say you catch COVID nineteen. God forbid. Let's say you catch it. All right. You have to fill out a survey. Oh, actually, first of all, you have to hand over your phone. Mm-hmm. They look at your past four weeks of location data. Yep. All right. They look at it, they find out wherever you went, and then they cross correlate that with every person that you got near, and they send that person a text message that says, You on February 6th were within six feet of a known COVID 19 patient. Right. Please self quarantine.
1: Right.
2: Now they do that for everyone that you came in contact with. Let's say you went to a convention. Let's Nobody. say you were
0: at PodFest, and they sent out five hundred or six hundred or a thousand texts. Everyone who was at PodFest said you were near someone that had COVID nineteen. Now that may not; they wouldn't be able to maybe determine who you were. But I guarantee you, if I right. said who the hell was I hanging out with on February 6th, i I'd go back to my calendar and look at. Oh man, I was hanging out by hanging out by Rob. I know that 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 dirty dog gave me COVID nineteen. That's right. So. Do you think Americans will put up with a privacy, of inv- a privacy invasion if you get COVID-19 to inform everyone near you that you were infected? Now, think about HIPAA laws in this country. I could be mm-hmm. sick with COVID-19 right now, I, and I, I have no reason to disclose that. Right. So, what if the government says, we are going to inform all your friends, families, everyone that you had contact with that you've got COVID-19 through location data from your phone? What, would you, what do you think Americans' reaction to that would be?
2: Hell no. Hell no. Right. So, what's the difference? What's the difference with a listener and, and, and a listener yeah. being tracked?
1: Right. There, there is no difference.
0: Because I know you like stamps. Again, as an example, I know you like stamps.com. I know and that you love to buy it, packing boxes. And I know and you love to buy two-sided tape. And, and, right. and those and little. The other
1: example and- is, is <laughs> of course, you want to do the public good, right? And, and protect all your friends. Right. From spreading this virus. Right. Right.
0: Rick, technically it would uh, violate HIPAA. You are absolutely right. But this is what they're thinking about. And this, by the way, this was done in South Korea, just so you know. What I just described is them informing everyone that you were near. They did this in South Korea. That is one of the reasons why they already keep their spread down so much, is they invoke this privacy invasion. Now,
1: and I've heard this term used, Todd, when these things are described, that certain countries around the world have used more draconian measures. (laughs) Well, what we've done here. in North
2: Korea, they just shoot
0: you. so you know, I guess the difference between getting shot and being tracked by my phone, I'll think I'll take the phone tracking, right? right okay i I, I think I would. So <laughs> We laugh, but this is some serious shit. This is what's really going on. And right. so it's being so now. We this all is a say, a big
1: door opening for, for, for government right. coming in and doing this. So thing. we right. say,
0: no, no, we do not, but it's a health emergency. It's a health right. emergency. You have no choice. You're going to kill somebody. Yeah, you know, we don't inform them. You know, if, we, if you turn off location tracking, you can be charged with second degree murder, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. Now, where does it end?
0: Now, all right. we, we, all, we all like, you're like, whoa. And some people say, well, I would not think that location data is good. If it's for medical, it's fantastic. But reputations, businesses, if you were, if you were told that you were exposed to COVID 19 in your local big box, right. you wouldn't go to that big box. You wouldn't go there. You wouldn't go there for months. Small convenience store, you wouldn't go there for months. You would avoid it. It would destroy businesses, it would destroy individuals, it would destroy business relationships mm-hmm. over something that is we can't none of us can help. We don't know right. if you're sick, you're staying home. If, if you're if first, n- number one, if you're, if, if you're sick and not staying home, you're an asshole, you, you, you know, you're really doing wrong. You stay home. Right. Right.
3: right.
0: <laughs> you know, we can all agree with that. If you, if you're sick, you think you're sick, you had a little fever, had a little cough, stay home, stay home. Right. You know, don't risk it. But if, if you don't know, you're walking around with nothing.
1: Yeah. But Todd, a single person, maybe they have to go out and get food. How are they going to eat?
0: There, this is where family, friends re- yeah. rely on your network,
1: right? That's true. Maybe
2: you can't, maybe have that, to go out.
1: That's right. There, there are some people that don't have family. That's, that's or right. Friends or friends. Around. Yeah. Right.
0: So I think that, um, yeah, there's definitely going to be those outlier cases, sadly, but I, I think at the same time, and, and what I'm trying to do is here, make a real draconian comparison.
2: <laughs> right
0: that if you don't like being tracked or being or someone being sent a message that you have that someone you if you know if Rob and I hung out on a day and then 3 days later he gets a message that says hey someone you hung out on that day and it was only me you're, it does oh my god Todd, Todd didn't tell me he's got covid-19 what a jerk i'm not going to be friends with him anymore so right. i it, it goes back to do we are do we care that our listeners are tracked or not, but I know it's an extreme example, but it's kind of the case here, right?
1: It doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a stretch to think that that, that could happen here. It's
0: it's not apples and apples because after all, it's pretty innocent for them to advertise to me, uh, you know, shipping peanuts or double-sided tape. That's, you know, that's, (laughs) but And we go into the big database in the sky and they get, well, the reverse instance, I've always said this too. Let's say you have a teenager who is struggling with sexual identity
2: Mm -hmm. that listens to
0: an LGBTQ plus podcast Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they go on a list and some sort of marketing starts being pushed towards them and they may already be freaked out that they are trying to figure out their sexual identity. And all of a right. sudden they're going to say, Oh my God, someone knows, someone knows that someone knows my sexual preference. Or sexual pre- yeah, right. right. And if they haven't come to grips with that, wh- what happens? Right. You know? So there are real world consequences. Okay. Let's say you're listening. Let's use another example. Let's say you're listening to a um, podcast on diabetes prevention,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: you and your doctor know that you have diabetes. Uh, maybe your insurance company doesn't know. Maybe it wasn't you've had life insurance and you didn't have to. You didn't have diabetes when you got your life insurance,
1: right?
0: And all of a sudden, the life insurance company buys a list that has your Identical information in there that says you're listening to a diabetes. Right. And all of a sudden they send you a, a, a notice that they, that they are dropping
2: you from your policy. Right.
1: It, the same thing is happening in other areas too with technology too. I, I saw at CES uh, a software platform that was, that was possibly to be installed in vehicles that would um, have a video camera on the, um, the passengers in the vehicle. And could could detect what the passengers in the vehicle were doing. And it could be connected up to insurance companies or mm. the police. Not the driver, right. the passengers. No, the driver and the passengers. Oh. It'd be like a camera that's pointed tracking what people are doing in the vehicle while they're driving. Are they paying attention? Are they looking at their phones? Are they distracted? Are they, I mean, it had all those different classifications. Yeah. Of, of rating. And you can imagine the, the tracking of that data and re- reporting it back to an insurance company or reporting it to the police. You can see how that becomes, you know, pretty scary thing when you think about that, too.
0: I've got a siren going on here, the uh, monthly test of the uh, tornado siren going on right now.
1: Hey, Todd, did you see the article that uh, was out? A- Acast put an article out talking about how because of this COVID outbreak that people are using smart speakers more to listen to podcasts showed that the Amazon platform is getting used uh, 26% uh, more in March compared to February.
0: So they went from uh, one and a half because they had a 26% increase. Right. Okay. It's all arbitrary. So if you're at 1% right. and it, you're, there's 26% more listening, what, what, someone do the quick math on that. What, what does that raise their percentage?
1: <laughs> probably up 26% off of one, one, so one point two, it's, probably, six. it's still less than 2%. <laughs> but, um, and then Chromecast was up 35%. That makes People sense. Are, yeah. And it looks like, uh, Sonos was up 27%. I thought, I thought S- S- Sonos was dead. So well, Sonos has got, uh,
0: I got great Sonos speakers, but I don't use them only for music. Hey Stephanie, Rich, Sherry, Alicia, thanks for being here. I wanted to just make sure we said hello to you in the chat.
2: Right.
0: So I think though, if we go so I guess I'll let the cat out of the bat well, I already talked about it on the last show. What we're really what we've really seen um, is about a half. Well, because of different because months have different lengths, I think it's completely a wash. But we saw one half of 1% less listening during this period
1: in March or last month,
0: Yes, compared to the last 30 days, you okay. take with one and a half percent less with what we talked about earlier, sports shows down eight to 10% right. with right. religion and health shows up eight to 10%. So right. it, they kind of wash. it's down. kind of a wash. Right. Right. And, um, I know everyone else is saying we're down, we're down, we're down, we're down. I, I'm not seeing that. So we'll keep an eye on it. We didn't look, and next week, we'll look at the browser percentages and all that. We'll see if that, any of those have went up as far as percentage so, of people listening.
1: The same ACAST article was talking about, you know, weekday listens in Europe, uh, shows comedy was up 21.5%. Uh, the entertainment podcast, which is kind of comedy, but I'm not sure how that's distinguished. It was up 6.8%. Uh, health was up 7.5%. Science and medicine, which is kind of like health, was up 14.5%. Society and culture was up about 8%. And technology was up about 5%. So um, that's for weekday listenings in Europe.
0: Now, so that was far. we're seeing a drop during the weekdays, increase on the weekend. And again, right. almost a wash.
1: Right. because But keep in mind, weekend listening has typically been lower than weekday listening.
0: So... Mm, mm. Right. Of course. Yeah. Weekends always yeah. dropped off, but now weekends are up. Weekdays are down.
1: Are down because people aren't commuting to work. Well, oh. another
0: thing too
2: is. People are still kind of,
0: well, those that don't, didn't get laid off or fired or whatever, you know, my God, you know, these jobless numbers at 10 million people is probably 30. Um, they're at home. They got the kids at home. They're doing all that stuff that they're having to worry about. and then. Maybe trying to keep a structure, uh, and then on the weekends, maybe everyone's a little more relaxed, so they have a little more time to to listen on the weekends and get caught up. So, yeah, yeah, I bet you drinking shows are up. I think drinking overall <laughs> is up. Actually, my drinking is actually down. I I'm not. I haven't been partaking as much. I made myself a cocktail last night after. You know, after I had out and cutting wood and I was just like, I, I do another one of these. I'm going to be asleep by eight. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if drinking
2: is
1: up or not. But. Yeah. The, the other data that ACAS is sharing, too, is how they're seeing a big growth in uh, people creating new podcasts. Oh,
0: this is for sure. Right. Yeah, we, we've had... um Dave and both Mike commented and I, we didn't quantify it. They said we've gotten a lot. I, I mean, not like a, a small right. amount, a lot of calls, people calling and say, how do I create a second account? What do I need to do to get that added to my hosting plan? Blah, blah, blah. So right. we're seeing a lot of that too. A lot of second
1: account. Yeah. That's what ACAST is saying too. They saw basically up uh, 49% um, March versus February. And, and 71% versus January. So. Those so, second yeah.
0: shows though are. Here's the problem with doing a second show. If you're hardcore and doing a first show really well, and you're very consistent doing your first show. And That's say you, all you can handle. And, and you're doing it weekly and you right. add a second show or most of you, something's going to, something's going to give or suffer.
1: Right. I agree with you. Yeah, because if you're doing all the stuff you need to do to build a successful one show, right, uh, you, you're really not going to have a lot of time to do a second one.
0: I, I love it when you start a second show. That's more money for us. Right. Don't don't get right. me wrong. I hey, second show is good, but I'm just being honest here. If, right. if you've got the time, and a lot of, here's the thing is, my Rob, everyone has time right now. They're all at home. They're not commuting. They, all of a sudden they found themselves eight to 10 hours of extra time a week. Right. Oh, what do I do? I start another show. Well, this is going to be good for the 30, 60 days. We're all kind of in purgatory here. But then as soon as your job calls you back and you are, you know, you're trying to make up two months worth of, if maybe you're behind or, you know, there's going to be a mash panic to make money. (laughs) Right. And companies are going to be under a lot of pressure, and get what's going to go? That second show is just going to die. So we think this is just going to do a.
1: It's just a. It's, it's going to be a, like the
0: COVID nineteen thing. It's <laughs> it's a it's a temporary <laughs> it's temporary thing temporary thing. Yeah. yeah. Hey Marty, how are you? Thanks for joining out.
1: So I did see also that uh, Nick Quar quoted uh, someone from Stitcher saying that overall listening. Over the last three weeks, has dropped seven percent. That's on the Stitcher platform. Okay. So, but but also,
0: if you think about, well, uh, oh, on Stitcher itself,
1: just on Stitcher, Uh, yeah.
0: Well, maybe people are using web browsers. Yeah. So maybe that audience moved off of the app to their 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 desktop at home, or that twenty six percent of one percent increase of. Right of the Alexa device.
1: Yeah,
2: right. It's true. So
1: don't I think don't. the consumption patterns are definitely changing. I don't. You know, it's going to be interesting to see whether people um, are still consuming the same amount of podcasts on their mobile device.
0: So this is where you, as a podcaster, you better be promoting your dot .com. If they don't know where it right. is now, you better be telling them on the show where to go to get your show. If you've never right. done that, I bet right. your numbers are down. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I left my mobile at the house this morning. I
0: w- walked, out with, walked out without it. I almost feel naked when you do that.
2: Got my Apple Watch, so someone calls me. I
0: guess I'll get it there. Sure. But... Yeah, I, I don't know, Rob. It's it's an interesting time, and you know, but we're creatures of habit. So as soon as this thing's over and we get back to the norm, if that is the actual thing that actually will happen again, I think yeah. people will go back to listening the way they were.
1: Well, and I think you know it's a good question, Todd, too. I mean, some of these things, when they impact so many people in such a emotional way, right? Uh, Fear based change is sometimes fairly permanent. Um, what are, what are the aspects of this that you think are going to slow to go back to normal?
0: I think people are going to all of a sudden say, Hey, we've been working from home for the past two months.
1: Why can't we keep doing that? That's right. right.
0: Or can I, can we have a more flexible work from home policy? And especially this now, here's my personal opinion. If you can prove that you're more, you're productive as productive or more productive from home. Then you are in the office, then that as a business owner and as a someone that's running a company, I'm going to be looking, we're doing a meeting every day and I'm keeping a tat, everybody's talking about what they, got, what they got done the previous day and what they're doing today. And I'm just writing notes. I'm just kind of keeping track. It's not for performance, but for me just to see where we are. But if I'm right. seeing things are moving.
1: Faster. Faster. On, right. Then why change, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot of companies could save a lot of money by not having as many physical offices.
0: Well, that, you know? that rent is rent, electricity, right. right? The over, think about the gas you're saving, you know, think of wear and tear on your vehicle.
2: I'm it, in traffic. Tra- oh my God. You yeah. know,
1: I mean, you know that well, <laughs> right?
0: You Every one of us that's at home are all of a sudden realizing how much time. I don't have to, to give an example. Everyone knows right now how much time you're saving not in traffic. Right. That's why I said at the beginning of the show,
2: get up in the morning, take your shower, get dressed as if you're going to work, then go to work. If right. it's, if it's your desk, you know, cause
0: you get in that battle routine. Cause I find myself, if I like on Friday, I was kind of lazy, you know. I put a shirt on, brushed my teeth. I didn't shave, and I don't think I was as productive Friday because I really didn't get in the mind of doing what I just recommended everyone do. Right? You know. So,
1: and there's going to be times when you don't. You well, know, the, get that, all dressed up. Right. But that,
0: but that's another thing too. Is that what I told my team was that if the sun's shining and you're looking out the window and you're distracted, go for a walk.
1: You know, get some exercise too. You you want to. The other thing that people have to think about too is that if you're just sitting at your desk all day for you know 14 hours or whatever it is, at least people that went into the office were walking around. They had to walk into the building. They had to walk into the elevator. They had to. They spend time walking, getting exercise.
0: I'm up six pounds, so.
1: Right. <laughs> so you have to counterbalance that too. And if you're sedate a lot more, you, you, you can't eat as much. You have to think about what you're eating. Those kinds of things are all part of working from home.
0: Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, it's another thing too, is usually you have a distraction. You can talk to somebody, you, right. you, you know, you have lunch and you're having a little time. Can I find that when I'm down in Columbus? Yeah. You know, I have a little talk with someone. Maybe we go a little long on lunch. And, you know, we're right. not we're not like dictators where you're 30 minutes or you're going to get fired. Some companies are. Right. But, you know, we get back and we, you know, we start working again. But you have some distractions. There's home, mm-hmm. there's no distractions. So, you know, right. I, I said, if you need to watch a movie, go watch a movie. It's during a right. business day, I don't care.
1: Well, I think it's different distractions at the office than it is at home. And I think that's, that's, that's where people misunderstand yeah, yeah. Uh, what's going on. I, I, I mean, I've worked in, offices at microsoft and and this you know it's full of distractions people you know it was called i mean there's terms that were used to describe it like
0: (laughs) death by meeting
1: well drive by meetings oh yeah you know yeah that that kind of stuff where people are just walking around the office and they just pop into your office yeah hey by Uh, the way right right you know that kind of stuff can happen all day long and it can really take you off off focus yeah
0: one of our team members on Thursday said she says yesterday was death by meetings and I looked at I backed up and look at the schedule I'm like yeah yesterday was kind of death by meetings right you know so um uh, that can just be a total life
2: suck too you know
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and two food is comfort every you know everyone's stressed out so we're all eating
1: eating a lot more right? yeah we're eating a lot more
0: and, you know and I found myself even here. Or maybe let's say I just get a hamburger, single hamburger. I buy two. Why do I need two? I I, I used to eat one, but I bought two. It's because it's a comfort thing going on right now. And you're also maybe in your head, you got the animal thing going on is, where's my next meal? We're really not having a food shortage here in the United States, but maybe it's in the back of my head thinking I need to bulk up. And that's probably not the best thing because I'm hearing people that are bulked up are the ones dying right now. So, uh, more if you're obese or have diabetes, and yeah, your numbers are you know.
1: I think now's the time to really focus on trying trying to be as healthy as possible. Yeah,
0: and at the same time, staying healthy is mind healthy. So I'm right. you know tune into more podcasts. Turn that damn news
2: off. Yeah, well, I
1: think that there's a balance that needs to be. Started.
0: Well, yeah, don't listen to it all day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think you need to be informed about what's going on in the world. Because yeah. it helps you make better choices in your own life. But yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it can't be too oh, distracting. Oh my god, it's horrible. And of course the quality of T V is
0: this <laughs> it kind of makes me laugh because you're right. You got all these I heard uh someone that was on I don't know, what one of the one of the majors and I heard a dog bark. <laughs> <laughs> the That's guy awesome. didn't the guy didn't he was very professional. He didn't move, but I heard the woof woo. You know, I heard the dog bark twice. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's funny.
1: And and there's still <laughs> a ton of people that just I don't know what it is, they just can't seem to order a USB microphone.
0: Oh, you it's know? crazy. <laughs> We ordered uh, headsets for all our team. We most of the team don't need them, but um, you know, if you're, you, you know, us, if we're going to do a national interview, it's a podcast, so yeah. we're all going to be prepped, right? We're going to go through and make sure oh, everything's yeah. set. Going to make sure
1: audio levels are good, right? You know, but there's make, like presidential <laughs> candidates that are like in echo rooms and oh yeah, and can't really...
0: talk. You know, without their teleprompter, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. It really, really is. Yeah. It shows you huh. They're they're kind of really they're, they're pretty normal or they actually really, look pretty bad.
1: Really leveled the playing field didn't it on all this <laughs> stuff, right?
0: So I think I think everyone needs media training now. You know, that's that's probably going to you want to do a podcast. That's the podcast to do.
1: Well, home media training. Home
0: media training. I just gave someone an idea. Home media training. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. How do how, how to do a good home,
0: yeah, home media, or live yeah,
1: TV interview, or that, that would kind of stuff.
0: that would be a huge podcast right now. Go to the top of the chart. So someone I just just gave you a million million dollar idea,
1: right? I don't know, about a million dollar. But <laughs> well, why yeah. not? Yeah,
0: could be. Well, could you think? I, what are you getting in your e- inbox? I'm getting. Well, of course, I'm on every pro lighting company's list. I'm getting home lighting kits and home broadcast tools and blah blah blah. And I'm thinking, already got all this stuff. I'm I'm good.
1: <laughs> right. Well, all of the audio equipment suppliers and right are all yeah. jumping on this. Yeah, yes.
0: there's just a smart it's, and where where's people going to spend money? Well, light and microphones and interfaces and
1: mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> live streaming platforms. Yeah, right.
0: someone showed me a who sent the link of one of the late night people. I know someone just said Fallon's doing his at home, but Someone converted a garage. It was awesome. Um, did you see that
2: link? It was, oh, man. Who was it from?
0: Yeah, they, someone had come in and professionally rearranged this guy's garage. He's one of the late night guys. And uh, it, was, it was, looked really, really, really well. Of course, it you know, came with a little bit of budget. But what they did was not extraordinary.
1: Right. It was just good enough yeah. to look. Yeah. You know,
0: and be honest with you, how many of you use your garages for your cars anyway? Right. Most people park their cars outside on the street and the garage is full of junk. Right.
1: Um It can just be cold out there. That's the only problem with garages.
0: Well, yeah, heading into summer won't be an issue for long. Sure. Uh, it was Ray Ortega showed the link. Oh, Where was it? Can I find it? Yeah. Anyway, I, See if I can find the link. But yeah, it was one of these late night guys that uh it was fantastic. This
2: it set looked good. You know.
0: Uh Mike said that uh in the chat, I'm getting a lot of ham radio ads. <laughs> I bet you are, Mike. You're a hammer, so uh
1: ham radio ads.
0: Yeah. I wonder if exercise equipment sales are up.
1: Yeah, I think I saw a post on Facebook about that.
0: I've got a treadmill in here. I I can see it right from the studio and uh, it's, it's been there since I moved in and I've never used it. So (laughs) maybe I should use a treadmill in here when I'm in the office once a day before I go home.
1: Right. Do your podcast from the treadmill. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, you won't do that. huh? No.
0: So any other interesting stuff? I'll be honest with you. I have been reading the news too much from the podcasting standpoint. We've been busy. I've been really busy. I've probably been yeah. as busy as I've been in a while.
1: Yeah. Well, you're not travel as much too. So that's, that's really saying something.
0: Oh, it's been wonderful.
1: Yeah.
0: And actually Barry made a mention. He says, boy, he said, uh, uh your credit card's kind of empty. I'm like, well, I'm not putting hotels and ho- airplanes and <laughs> rental cars and Right, You know, cause yeah. that's usually a pretty good line item every month for me, you know? And, uh, right. You know, it's probably the equivalent of an employee almost.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to save some companies some money. <laughs> that's
0: right. At the detriment to the, uh, to the airlines, I did look up, I was just kind of pricing, you know, tickets. I was like, you know, how much did it get down to Tampa? It was like $228 round trip to Tampa. And I was like, wow. God, two hundred twenty-eight dollars. You know, there's like, let me buy twenty tickets right now. You know, to different places. Let, you know, but you can never predict when you can use a doggone thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> but if you do have some like July, August things, maybe you want to plan for the tickets are really cheap
1: right now. Hey, Todd, I I was just lo- looking at at the Facebook feed um, off, off off of the podcast movement stuff, and it shows a picture of Ira Glass. Yeah, doing a, doing a recording of this American Life from his clothes closet. Did you get it? I saw, to see that I picture? saw it.
0: You know, and I and I kind of chuckled because I'm thinking, yeah, he's just been able to walk into a professional studio and do his show in a professional. studio. He's never had to do the show from home.
1: But I think this is very. I mean, I think a lot of podcasts would be surprised. Maybe not, but would be surprised how many people actually every have for years done what Ira Glass is doing here. And I would just ask the question. Has Ira Glass ever done this before? Until now,
0: yeah. Do
1: you it, think that was it's a, just you, a sign of the? Kind do you
0: think that was a real picture? Was that was that staged? Was that
2: staged? Could be. I don't know. Could be.
1: He's got bare feet too. Yeah, and he's wearing his suit coat. Yeah, he's just. I don't up. Know why? Why he would be wearing a suit coat? Yeah, with dress slack in his <laughs> clothes closet.
0: Rick Savoy said my bank charged me a fee for not using my card enough last month. No kidding. I didn't know that was his thing.
2: (laughs) Right. For not using your card. It's funny. Yeah.
0: Uh, Let's see here. Marty says it blows my mind. How many people have not been using a plug and play headphones? Good one. Not the crappy ones. Your right home media, how to, oh, yeah. So basically they said, yeah that's a good show idea, what Marnie said. So, anyway. Well, we're uh, getting down to the end here. And I think we're just yeah. about run out of things to say. Yeah. And maybe we can open this up for just a second or two and see what. I don't
1: know if, yeah, if anybody wants to call in.
0: Let's see. Do I have the right lower third? You guys, if someone wants to call in and say hello on Skype don't have to do video it can just be audio only. I think I've got that lower Skype thing finally figured out what was going on with the audio being a little low on that so Mike uh, and I fixed it the other day. Oh um, good. but yeah if you want to call in GNC pod 2 more than welcome to hear what you're how you doing in podcasting or anything else We are going to be doing another Wednesday show this week We'll be at 3 pm Eastern and that one will be more open line open discussion and for those of you listening to the regular podcast if you're if you don't want to listen to kind of a more general conversation we will talk some podcasting stuff but if you want to talk you know if you don't want to we'll be more focused on podcasting on the saturday show and a little more open on the wednesday show so we'll make that disclaimer so that we're not wasting an hour and a half of your time just hearing
2: us jibber jabber but um
0: so are you uh, going stir crazy yet,
1: Rob? No, this is, this is fairly normal for me. So we're, we're working from home, I've been doing this stuff since, what, 2015. So, and then prior to that, you know, for a couple of years as well. So this but, is, but this you, is and, normal, except for there's not as much travel.
0: And also not going to restaurants and, right. you know, that type of stuff, right?
1: I think yeah, people but, are... I mean, I've been doing some takeout.
0: Yeah, stuff, I've been doing so. takeout, but it's not the same. So I'm looking forward to being able to go and sit down someplace and, you know, I think we all are. It's whenever they open this back up, I think, I think there's going to be a surge of people that, you know, number one, people getting back to work. Number two, a surge of people that are going to want to go out and get the heck out of the house.
1: Well, that's going to be a big question mark. What percentage of these restaurants are even going to be around in a month? So,
0: well, I, you know, my sister and I went over the, um, the payroll protection plan. That's an incredible plan they put together. It's just
1: getting that money out,
0: getting that money. Yeah. And you the local bank. She called her local banker and asked, can I turn in this application? And he says, we're not ready for you yet. So hopefully by Monday, they'll be ready to take the application. And the way she looked at it is she's probably, well, she's going to be able to get enough money, you know, for basically about two months of operations. And then there's an allowance. You can use 75% of the money for payroll, 25% for overhead, rent, electricity, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And it's a grant if you keep everyone employed for the eight weeks. That's a right. key. You have to have them for just the eight weeks of the program. You have to pay right. them. And, um, and it's a grant. It's free money. So if you're a business owner, and another thing too, if you're an independent contractor, I have people on 1099. So you don't even have to be a W-2 employee. It can be someone on a 1099 that you pay at the end. Of, you know, you send them a 1099 at the end of the year. You have to prove that you've been paying them in January and February. Mm-hmm. But if you're paying them every month, you, this applies to people that are a 1099 that have people that are 1099. Right.
1: So, um, yeah, that's true. Which is great. Yeah.
0: Because you can't lay off 1099 people. So I think it's the most advantage for those of us that have independent contractors, you, you, don't have, you, right. you don't have to keep them working. You don't have to lay them off or you just pay them even if they're right. not able to work. Right. It, it's Again, it's free money. Free. Fill out right. an application. Take it to your bank. I heard Bank of America was being total jerks. They were like all kinds of requirements. So hopefully that gets fixed. But you had right. to have an account with them. You had to have a, already had a loan with them. and You have to have a credit card with them. What What is that? Right. You know, it's not fair. Your business account is a business account, right? So right. I don't think we're gonna have anybody call in,
3: not today, anyway.
0: Yeah, you guys don't don't care. That's okay. It's cool. Again, you don't have to come in and show your mugs. Just come in audio wise. Well, let me double check. Make sure no one requested that.
2: I may have missed it. Okay.
0: Nope. I guess we're good. All
2: right, everyone. Okay.
0: All right. Um, well, we can pack it
1: up if you want. Yeah, Come.
0: we can get out of here and uh, go back to our, you know, watching Netflix or whatever. I fi- <laughs> I finished um, Colony. I now I'm like Netflix. We need season four because <laughs> I, you know, they left us on a cliffhanger. And uh, so, if none of you've watched Colony before, it might be a good thing to watch. Thought
1: I I saw the Tiger King. Series. Oh
0: God! I, I I played it for like the first fifteen minutes. I'm just like, please shoot me now. I, I'm I have no desire to watch that. It hurts insane.
1: It 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 is totally crazy. Actually, I visited the one of those tiger parks back in uh, ninety seven, ninety six, something like that. Carol, you know the the woman, yeah, that was accused of killing her husband uh, as part of the whole storyline. So I was. I visited that park and spent a day at that, at that place. Your
0: camera just moved. I did. Oh. Yeah. yeah it did. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. A ghost grabbed it. No, I've, it's just like, that's not my thing. So I'll find something. Yeah. I watched it for like the first, I don't, if you can't in 20 minutes, you're thinking, Oh man, this is going to be one of those. Right. I, so I heard a lot of people are liking to see it though.
1: I mean, if, it has all the elements that you want in a in a reality show, right? It's got the the drama, the intrigue, the criminal activity, the weird behavior, the guys walking around shooting guns, and <laughs> you know, it's got all of the crazy stuff. You know, people fighting, people, you know, it it, it just has all the elements, right? A murder investigation, <laughs> it's got everything, right? It's like the perfect reality shows.
0: Is. I don't understand the whole random going out and shooting a gun in the air because they do know that bullet goes up and comes it has down to come down.
1: <laughs> right.
0: That's right. You know, when you saw like in Iraq and all those places where those guys are, they would shoot straight up in the air. I'm thinking what goes up must come down.
1: It does. It does it can hurt somebody. Right. So,
0: you know, I just, I said, I've never under, if you're shooting targets and doing that's a different thing, you know, but, shooting just in the air to shoot in the air it's uh yeah it's a little weird yeah so all right everyone um thanks for being here todd at blueberry.com um oh someone says that oh someone just made a comment Dot dance is todd they do have a mac version of the new edge browser i thought they didn't okay well check that out
1: oh <laughs> because uh, they said the microsoft uh, edge browser I yeah
0: they said there was a mac version of it so oh i'll have okay. to check it out i thought they quit doing it so sorry for the interruption of the close uh yes audit blueberry.com at geek news is the twitter account
1: yeah uh, on twitter as well um at rob greenley and that's with two e's follow me over there and uh you can send me an email if you want rob g at lipson.com
0: so uh, everyone thanks for being here being part of our little family and uh, again if you're you know, you're, you're stuck at home. We'll be alive again at 3 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. And uh, you can join us. We'll put an event up in the uh, in the new media show Facebook page. If you're not a friend over there already, please go over and like it.
1: And let us know if you think we need to take that show a little later in the afternoon, if that helps helps you with your schedule or something like that. I don't, yeah. I don't know, Todd. I was thinking about that. That may be too, it, right in the middle of the workday. So yeah, I don't know.
0: We're, we're flexible. Um, All right. although All right. if we go late, that means I'm doing three late evenings here a week. Um, Oh, I'm, that's right. I, I, I don't mind going show. up. Yeah. I, I don't mind going up to right. five or five thirty or six, but anything much later than that, it's just too late here. So, cause I, okay. then I'm stuck doing four shows in the office late, not really right. late, but you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks. Okay. Uh, again, okay. uh, stay subscribed,
2: stay safe. Take care. We'll see you next time. Okay.